We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. This is Rams Uncensored with Matt Herrera. This, this just, the, like that whole, I, I don't know, it just makes Brian Chihuahua. I am in the cornfield looking at you right now. Tommy Avance. I want to host a, a radio show, but I stutter. And Mark. Luhan. You blending up those Krispy Kreme donuts and juicing that? You have now entered the danger zone. I'll give you a virtual hug, too. Are you ready? So, Damn. I mean, before I call Mark, I feel like we can jump into this. I mean... That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I want to oh, get into my thoughts. Good. That was good, dude. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on. Fuck you, Mark. <laughs> that was brutal. Hey, it doesn't matter. It's not like Mark's gonna talk anyway, so we might as well just move on with the show. Well, that's why I wanted to do Mondays, because if we record Mondays, he has the whole day off. And I feel like when he has the day off, he just feels probably more competent 
and and coherent to do the show and add. When he's getting off work Monday at seven thirty, work, dude. Monday no, I, does not I work. I get it. No, yeah, we. This is. I tried to tried to pull Tommy in on this too at the pool party, and he was like, "Nah." <laughs> he just... nah Wednesdays, to be honest with you, during the season are perfect because you can talk about what happened on Sunday and Monday and preview Thursday. It's it, it's no brainer. Yeah. All right. Let me let me see yeah. if Mark's ready then before we get into it. Yeah. Let me see if you could find a Krispy Kreme donut to fucking munch on. Nah, I, and a I just had dinner. Shirt. I don't need that that shit right now. I fucked up, actually. On Saturday, I had Krispy Kreme donuts inside the house, and I didn't bring one out for Matt, so I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you lied. No wonder they won't fucking sponsor us. <laughs> you lied. I actually sent... I actually sent them a DM, and I was like, hey, you want to uh, sponsor us? Because we fucking already talk about you fucking every week. What up, Mark? What up, you willy wankers? Shut that fucking dog up. Wish I could. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your dog, Brian? Was that your dog, Brian? I must have yes. muted it. <laughs> Sorry. No, I dude, walked That upstairs. shit made my ears <laughs> ring, dude. Holy fuck. Fuck. Somebody just knocked on my door, and I almost guarantee you it's one of these motherfucking um, workers who's just showing up without calling me. Yep, it is. I'm, so I'm not going to answer. What do you mean, workers? Because fucking, I need shit getting done in my in my apartment, and they, the the plumber showed up. Oh, it's seven at giving, night. And, yeah, but he didn't give me any notice they were gonna show up. Well, fuck him then. That's what I'm saying. And I just and I just lit up. And I just lit up um, the the office saying, "Hey, why are people showing up my house without calling and making an appointment this morning?" So there's got to be some sort of accountability in this world. Fucking that shit's annoying. For real, is that seven o'clock right. at night though? Too like that's not normal the only way i would let him in is if my plumbing was backed up and i absolutely needed him in there and then i'd be like all right come in you fucking dumbass well yeah here's my point it's like i just said hey have the motherfucker call me so we can make an appointment today would have not worked unless he would have came like two hours ago yeah no so you know so I'm just douche. Like, come on, come on. <laughs> so so explains why just, the dogs went wild. So instead of just answering, so instead of just answering the door, I brought my dogs upstairs and said, "Fuck this." Can we talk but about anyways. training camp? Yeah, let's talk about training camp, guys. What do we want to yeah, talk, well, about? talk about? Well, I just I, on Saturday when we went. No wait, Sunday. Excuse me, I'm getting my days messed up. So we went on Sunday. I don't know where you guys were sitting or watching, but I I had the chance to walk around and see the defensive line group warming up and just going through drills and practicing technique. And, uh, man, those kids that we – we got Greg Gaines. We got Boogie Roberts as an undrafted free agent. But you could tell those kids got a lot of work to do. But it's good that they got someone like Aaron Donald to learn from and Michael Brockers as well as a few of those other veterans because the, yeah, the coaches had to keep talking, the coaching them, those guys up, both of those guys, Greg Gaines and Boogie Roberts. And, and it's well, 
well needed though. I mean, they're, it's their first year. Stop their stuttering, first motherfucker! Shut the fuck up! By the way, do you come from the school of fucking Bogue talking about Boogie Roberts, some dude that's not even going to make our fucking practice squad? Come on! Oh, I know he's. I know he's not going to make the cut from the fifty hey, man hey, roster hey, for hey. sure. But let's, let's I'm talk just about saying. Taylor Rapp and the work that he's putting in after practice. There I'm you go. There I'm you go. That. that kid is going to be a stud. Oh yeah. What was he doing after practice? He was running drills with the DB coach yep. all by himself, dude, after everyone left. Yep. On Sunday? It was gone. Yep. Yep. Nice, man. Heck yeah. I mean, you would have done that if you had stayed for the entirety of the practice, but you skipped out early. Hey, my parents had to get back home. My mom had to work in the morning. I was riding with them, man. I was I was the the chauffeur. Oh, so you're, they, did they do an Uber lift or what, a Postmate? <laughs> or you, were you their lift? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. Right. <laughs> I fumbled my words, fucking mask. Did they contagious. call you on the app? <laughs> that would have been so fucking hilarious. <laughs> it wasn't even like that. I just drove. That's it. But how funny would that be, though, dude? <laughs> Hey, let's it was talk nice beating your parents. Like way, yeah, were... sure. <laughs> so, so the so the plum so the plumber just left a, another note on my door and it says, "Sorry, I will call next time, maybe tomorrow." But he doesn't even know how to smell tomorrow. It's pretty cute. That's because he fucking heard you. That's why he put the "I'll call you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking busy. I'm on the fucking phone. I'm not gonna answer the fucking door. I'm on a fucking podcast. This is serious fucking business. So, so you fucking plumbers, you're listening to this, suck my fucking dick. You fucking asshole. Now you have to reel him in as a podcast fan to listen to this. Bucks. Right? So let's talk about your dad. Anyways, what were you saying about Boogie? Oh, I, I just got a big one up in my no- my nose right now, my left nostril. <laughs> No, let's talk about your dad looking like fucking Jeff Fisher. <laughs> I told him. He he didn't believe me. I told him this like five years ago. <laughs> and he was like, nah, nah. Especially with his dogger sunglasses that he likes to wear too. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's hilarious when I seen that on the timeline. I'm like looking at it and I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, it kind of does. <laughs> the goatee. I don't even know I don't what think kind of your haircut dad that is. I don't think your dad looks anything like Jeff Fisher. Uh, no, it's just I think it was Squint that your angle. Eyes, Brian. That, yeah, like you look at it at a certain angle, like you're just like, oh, I can see kind of where somebody would be mistaken in a way. Like I don't know. There, there's some something. There's some features about him that you know. I mean, maybe maybe he was crafting you know his his style after Jeff Fisher. I don't know. <laughs> I I think I think your dad looks like what you would look like. 20 years from now, but like a hundred pounds lighter. Nah, I do. I will not look anything like my father. I will look like my mother's brother, my uncle. Why? Because he's really your dad. No, because I look, I look more like my mom's side of the family than my dad's. Yeah. I feel you. I I think I'm adopted sometimes because my dad looks like fucking Rod Stewart. (laughs) A lot of good times happening here right, right now. All the milkmen and all this good shit. It's all good, man. 
let's get into Steven Jackson retiring as a Ram, signing a one-day contract the other day. How about that? But but how about this? He was always a fucking Ram, so why did oh. he have to sign the contract? It's I just think one that's of those just kind of tradition, things. isn't it? Yeah. Emmett every Smith every did player it. does that. Yeah. Come on, Brian. I'm I'm serious though. Like anybody ever thought of him as an Atlanta Falcon or a uh, New England Patriot? No one ever thought of him as any other playing for any other team but the Rams. He had like right. three seasons, and one and two of which were like very partial seasons. Yeah, I yeah. mean he oh, was absolutely. he was his stint was so short on the Patriots. I mean. On his exit interview, he got, you know, he went in there and sat down with the bosses and they just said to him, What what would you say you do here? <laughs> Sounds about right. Yep. He just made a playoff run with them and that was about it. Yep. But no, no, I get it. It was cool. It was cool for him to come to camp. You know, he was part of the Legends thing. It was cool for him to get one last uh, handoff, do one last dance. And, dude, let's be honest, he still looks more yoked than all the players on the field. Oh, no, God, that is definitely. absolutely true, man. He is a giant of a man, and there isn't an ounce of fat on that dude, man. He is, you you stand by him, and you – I mean, I think about stuff like this, and I stand by him. I was like, people actually had to tackle you, bro? Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Patrick Willis. Yep. I'd love seeing him and Patrick Willis battle it out twice a year, man. That was always the game I was looking forward, the games I was looking forward to as the year went on because especially with the team sucking shit, I just knew I wanted to see this matchup every single year. I want to see Patrick Willis and Steven Jackson go head-to-head. Yeah, him and That's also because you're a Niner fan. (laughs) No, Patrick (laughs) Willis is a fucking beast, bro. He was one of the best linebackers, and and he retired early. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. I mean – He's you're, an all-timer. You're talking like a Niner fan. You're I'm talking not, like a I'm Niner talking fan. About, I'm talking like an NFL fan and someone who knows the fucking game, Ryan. Get out of your fucking fanboy. Feelings. <laughs> yeah, keep, keep talking. Is this the no. most we've ever heard you cuss? Oh, my God. And he's fucking fumbling his words while he tries to cuss, too. I can't I can't insult, man. I, I, I If you haven't learned by now. Like, are you going to cry while you're trying to say something? What? To, to, to you disgust me. What? Come, come on, Matt. Get that Krispy Kreme out of your throat and say what you mean. I said what I said. No, there say what no you mean. Krispy Kreme anywhere at the pool party. Uh, Matt seemed oh. a little lost. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. <laughs> so, Mark, share some stories about camp, man. It was your first time going to camp with your family. Talk about it. Ah, you know, I mean, it was a, a lot to take in. Obviously, there was a little bit of a distraction of what was going on with the wife, but um, <clears throat> it was just kind of surreal just to to see the players up close and personal at, at, a, at a camp doing their thing. And, I mean, just to see Anthony enjoy it. I mean, that's that was the best part about it. You know, he got all those signatures and everything um, that I just kind of lived through him as I would have at his age. And that, that was the best part of it. I mean, and I think when I go this Sunday, I'll actually be able to kind of pay more attention to what's going on and just kind of hone in on the things that they're doing on the field. So I'm looking forward to that. 
Yeah, dude. Anthony looked like he was really enjoying himself. I liked all the pictures you were sharing, all those signatures he got on the the bill of his hat, man. That's super cool. I was just thinking about, like, I didn't have that opportunity as a kid because the Rams were always in St. Louis. And, I mean, yeah, just Anthony's lucky to have you as a dad, man. That's fucking amazing, getting all those signatures and getting to meet all those people and say hi. That's that's some that's special. And how was Anthony able to get all those signatures, Mark? Oh, because I mean, I got obviously thank you, and also Angel and Paul. For, Not uh, me, man. Took, I can't. I yeah, can't take you, any you, credit you, for that. Uh, but you, you get, you deserve some credit. You kind of chauffeured us around, and you know, you. Uh, I, I would have been lost there had I not had you there. No, absolutely. <clears throat> um, but if it wasn't for Angel, Angel got to, uh, autograph tokens for Anthony and Elias. Elias wasn't. Uh, able to get an autograph or go in there because the rules are if your kid can't walk they can't go in because you can't escort them so that was a little frustrating um i wasn't expecting that but we did give our token to this little boy wearing a jacksonville jaguars blake bortles jersey and he was crying so we went up to him why are you crying bud he's like oh i wanted to go in there but I have to have a token. So I went up to his father and I said, well, it's your lucky day. Here's your Willy Wonka token. And he gave me a big old hug and they went in there and got to go. So it was, it was great just to see any little boy get excited for an opportunity that they didn't think they had. Uh, it was well worth it. That's cool. Like Bortles. <laughs> hey, you Not, didn't, what? didn't one of you guys say that you didn't expect Blake Bortles to be playing this preseason. No, I didn't no, say that. Don't nobody shit. said that. I feel like Brian. No, did. he'd be a focal point. I, I, mean, I, I, I said, I said was, the starters won't play. Yeah, no, but I think he's referring to, I think my question was in a previous podcast is that if seeing Blake Bortles out there will draw more attention, I mean, and our attention to the preseason, would well, we be more tuned and I'm in? Still gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to stick by my guns here and say that he's barely going to play. They still have two other quarterbacks on roster, and they're going to give those guys the majority of the snaps so that Bortles, Chotles, whatever you want to call them, doesn't get hurt. You think they're that worried about their backup quarterback getting injured? He's going well, to be playing like the they... first two quarters. Like a, a... No, 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 no. I, I do. That's why they're not playing anybody, to be honest with you, and it's a position of need. Like, I, I'm sorry. If something happened to Jared Goff, you need a viable backup. Right. No, we agree. But John Mannion was not. No, no, no. I agree with you, but you can't learn the offense by staring at a fucking screen all day. You got to get out there and play a little bit. So I think he will get a decent amount of reps in preseason just to get his feet wet in this new offense. But they will, they will protect him. You know, they won't run plays that are going to get him into some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, and we talked I mean, about this at camp, Tommy, right? I mean, we talked about whether, you know, say Jared Goff goes down, you know, God forbid, that, you know, I mean, we were watching Blake Bortles, what was it, seven-on-seven seven drills? Dude, he looked fantastic. Yeah, yeah other than there's this one sack that he, he could have taken, you know, where he kind of panicked. You know, I, I don't know who was on the D-line, but, I mean, they absolutely pummeled the offensive line, and he kind of, you know, had to chuck the ball down. But other than that, I mean, he looked very capable. Yeah, oh he, my God, guys! Can we give an applaud real quick? Mark what? finally wasn't passive aggressive and actually talked. Let's <laughs> give a round of applause for Mark. <laughs> Woo! 
Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Welcome to the show. Let me give you another one who we're impressed by. Darrell Henderson. He looked fantastic out there. Oh, man, did he look good. Mom was there. She saw him. She was present, fucker. Moms was there at camp. This is true. See? Yeah, no, he was running wheel routes and catching passes over his back shoulder. I mean, he looked fantastic, man. I mean, if he looks anything like that during the season, I mean, we're we're in for a show with him and Gurley. I mean, I think Gurley wasn't there. He didn't have his helmet on on Sunday. But from what we heard before the day when he actually suited up, I mean, him and Darrell Henderson were splitting out at wide receiver. Speaking well, of early, the very next day, I was going to say the very next day we saw him, but I know what Tommy's going to go to right now. Go ahead, Tommy. That was what? Matt. I, what I know exactly. I, well, speaking of early, top, you... top one. Oh, not you. Sorry. Was it Matt? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's he yeah, top 100. Five. I know where we're going with this. Yes. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Is that saying golf? Golf. Golf. <laughs> Shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, number five. Okay. Fifth best player in the NFL. Cool. Who? Todd Gurley. Yeah. What? I'd take that. What? He's going to take a drop what? off this year, though. That's what everyone's saying. So he's what? number five right now. Yeah. They, the, the he players, was voted number five by his peers. The players, right. And that's fair. Yeah, absolutely. We're not talking about injuries. We're not talking about arthritis. We're talking about his fucking talent and his ability to deliver when he's healthy and on the field. He deserves to be at that spot. Is that – you guys think that's going to be the last running back on that list? Let me look at the list, the entire list of running backs on there. So far. There is not okay. going to be a running back in the top four. Right? We'll see you, we'll, we'll see you uh, in like two years, bro. <laughs> what? Who was six yeah, through ten, no, Matt? Thought, Give us six know. through ten. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Oh my God. It's really easy. Come on. Von Miller's ten. Julio's nine. I don't have it up right now. Well, hurry keep up. Keep going then. I just, you told, you, keep I just going. told you two of them. Well, I'm just going off my memory. I saw it just a minute ago. Um I know Mahomes was four. I know A B was six. Oh no, so, no. Yeah, A B was Miller, seven. Julio. Tom Brady was six. Yeah, Von Miller, Miller was at 10. five. Yeah, look, yeah. there you go. Pat Mahomes at four. That's the, how far they've gotten so far. All right, so being yep. that Pat Mahomes is at number four, Aaron Donald has to be number one. Well, right? of course. If I he's mean, not number one, he's number one or two, yeah. No, nah, no. Nah. He had the best season as an interior lineman that any interior lineman will ever have. 20 and a half sacks? How Come do on. you know that? Because uh, you no know that? D- defensive He'll interior lineman has ever – has ever, ever got 20. We're talking about you know what's gonna happen? reaching that, that. You know what's going to happen 20 years from now? What? You already know? Come on, what? tell me. Tell me, Nostradamus, so what's going to happen. You, you want, also, you want to know why he was able to You want to know why he was able to get 20 and a half sacks? Because back in the day, a beast freaking D tackle didn't have the chance to rush the quarterback as much because they were running the fuck out of the ball at him. And they were all fat fucks. But it's no, I'm yeah. saying specifically though, as an interior defensive lineman, Michael Strahan was able to set the record on the defensive line. But that was from the edge position, as well as who who else was able to put up like 20 sacks, you know, or even J. plus J. 18. JJ Watt. Watt freaking did Reggie Reggie White ever do that? 
I don't know, but he was in. I'm, I'm was picturing. He, I'm picturing Matt on a little bobblehead right now. His head's all bobbling every side to side. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I am probably right. I, I'm not. What I'm kind of curious is: is your head bobbling more or your titties? Nah, those titties <laughs> ain't jiggling. I'm. I got those taped down, man. You got them taped down. That's kind of gross. <laughs> oh man! Hey guys, we should really try to call Cody, even though he's not going to answer. But he says if he gets an opportunity, he will. Let's do it right now. Bullshit! I'm just saying. He 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 apologizes. He didn't know this was going to come up, but he said to try to call him anyways. But I'm saying, yeah, should we try right now? It's called progress. Why not? We're making progress with Cody. I feel it. Hey, so I got a little bit of uh, of news to tell you guys <clears throat> while we're waiting for Cody to answer or not. Your mom so goes got, to college? Uh, no, she never went to college. You have uh, reached the voicemail uh, box. Are you going to tell the news over the voicemail? Hey, Cody, this is Lark, a.k.a. at LA Rams 520 you don't interact with me much. You seem to be in Brian's DMs often. You told him that you may or may not answer tonight. Uh, you didn't answer. We kind of called that. But <laughs> obviously, maybe you should just give us a call back. I mean, I hear you're at this food festival. You're probably messing with around with some funnel cake. I don't know what you got over there. You're in the cornfields. It's probably, it's probably kind of hot. I don't know what I was like. I've never fucking been there. But uh, give us a call back, Cody. We'd love to hear from you. I'm staring at you in the cornfield, motherfucker. That was pretty good, Mark. So what's your news, fuckface? So uh, I may or may not have gotten Daru to meet up with us, Tommy, at camp on Sunday. Who? Drew. Daru. Oh, jeez, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> okay, I guess it's not big news. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying, it's kind of surprising that he kind of put himself out there. He's like, oh, you're going to be at camp, man. I want to meet you and the and the fam. So I was just kind of taken back by that. It's Everyone's cool. just jealous because of Bring your cool ass out then, fucking yeah. Drew. Let's go. Did he RSVP? So to who are we crank calling next? How about we ask Alfredo what kind of shit he stirred today? We want to call Alfredo? I'm down. Fuck yes. Or, or what? Or I was going to say, why don't you just call Drew and call him a bitch because you know he's not going to show up to camp. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Alfredo out of the way. Let's see see how that goes over. Let me pull up. It's, it's like a little number. mouse. It's like you're going to call a mouse. I think I have his you number. Have his number Matt? Yeah, yeah. Let me check. I, I have a Google, Google uh, or not Google. I have an Excel sheet. Matt. Matt, a fucking mute or what? Matt. Can you guys hear me? No, Matt. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, there he is. There you, there you yeah, are. you sound like the Jolly Green Giant, but that's okay. Do I? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, So, calling off Fredo or what? Yeah, I'm just pulling up my Excel sheet, man. It's taking me a minute, all right? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, yeah, if that takes long when you have Windows 98. Hey, you fucking retards. If Pat Mahomes <laughs> is number four and Tom Brady is number six. Aaron Donald's number one. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a fucking done deal. Who's going to beat him? Fucking Drew Brees? Fuck out of here. Fuck that. No. Oh, man. I'd be fucking pissed. I mean, I don't even know who's already been called off the list because I don't have NFL Network anymore and I don't give a fuck, but 
I'm pretty sure nobody that's left is going to be ahead of Aaron Donald. If they are, it's no. a joke. It's that's a joke. Well, like the, can, the numbers he put up as an interior lineman are never going to be – they'll probably be close, but they, they won't be touched again. Nah, they won't. Yeah, stop stuttering. Go Just think before you talk. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Okay. My, my thoughts can't keep up. With what my mouth is trying to say. I'm Matt, sorry. This wasn't happening at the pool party. What's going on, man? Forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Hey, Alfredo, Alfredo, I got some stilts for you. This is Rams Uncensored. Why don't you give us a call back, you fuck? Quit or, pissing or, people off on Twitter. Or just Damn text it. me first and then I'll call you. Act like you got huh? shit to do. Huh? You ain't got no job. <laughs> huh? It's Wednesday. You ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. So join Rams Uncensored. Rams Uncensored. <laughs> how long are we going to keep this going for, guys? Uh, who's next? Well, how long are <laughs> we going to keep this going for? Well, we gotta get we got to get one person. we got to prank somebody. You gonna, you wanna, who are you going to prank next? you going to call Russell the love muscle? Fuck pranking. No, These fuckers don't want to pick up. Why don't we try somebody we've never tried before? You guys work that out. I'm going to tell a you a story suggest? about camp since, you know, we're sharing. So when me and Brian were at camp, I got there a little bit before him. And my buddy Tyler that I grew up with was there. And he said, hey, watch this. I'm about to go uncensored right now. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like rubbing my hands together like, oh, shit, he's about to do something. So he starts walking over to Jim Everett. And Jim Everett's surrounded by people doing autographs. And he walks up to him. And tells him, hey, man, what's up? I'm off in church. <laughs> and Jim fucking at first thought it was me, dude. It was talking to him like, oh, what's up, bro? And then I yell across, you know, the crowd of people. I'm like, he's a fucking liar. And he turns and looks and he sees me with the uncensored shirt on. He's like, ah, oh, come in. And he tells all the people to get out of the fucking way so I can come through and give me a hug. And everyone's looking. He's like grabs my phone out of my hand. He's like, here. Set the camera up. Take a fucking picture, and he get he hands it to Tyler. Here, take the fucking picture, and everyone moves everyone out of the way. And afterwards, everyone's like, "What the fuck?" Like looking at me, like, "Who the fuck are you, dude? <laughs> like, why'd you get to cut in front of all of us and shut down the whole line?" And it was just fucking hilarious, dude. And then afterwards, when we were um, at the end, when he was getting done with uh, his CBS interviews with Jim Hill, he comes over to me and Brian. And he's talking to us, signing the kids' autographs. And we're, I start talking trash to him about the league, saying that I'm coming for his trophy. And he said, what, do you, what am I going to donate it to you? Because <laughs> he's like, you ain't yeah, going to win exactly it. Yeah, exactly what he said. Yeah. <laughs> and we were jogging back and forth. And uh, he's like, he points to both of us, like puts his arms up. And he's like a 1,000 feet tall so everyone can see him. And he's like, these guys are in my fantasy football league. <laughs> and we're just like, what the hell? And then afterwards, everyone's like comes over and starts talking to us and then asking us about the show and our shirts. So Jim gave us a lot of love, and, and it was much appreciated, man. We had a good time. That's awesome. I can't wait to have him back on the show. Cleo Mac, number three. So that's, that hasn't been calling, huh? Cleo Mac, uh, number three. That's a, like good, that's a good one. He deserves that, too. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He's fantastic. I feel like Drew Brees has already been calling. Probably. I'm just trying to think of who else would be in that mix. Who else would be in that mix at the top? 
Ah, shit. I can't Antonio even think Brown? of Antonio Brown? No, you, he already yeah. debuted at... Brown, Brown already went. Yeah, right. I, I wasn't listening, apparently. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking it's got to be a defensive player. That's just my thoughts. I mean... Okay, I just scrolled through the whole, whole list, and Drew Brees has not been called yet. So he's still up. Damn, he's probably going to be it. No, I, I I just don't even understand how you're going to put him as the best quarterback. I get it, but how are you going to put him as the best quarterback in the league when the dude really relied on his run game last year, and it's very obvious that his arm is falling off. He's, I mean, he's good. But still, that's but the game now, remember. Brian. The game mm-hmm. is no longer like Bill Belichick, who's the master of the game right now, He's gotten rid of a franchise running back. Running backs don't matter to him. What matters is three-yard slants to Edelman and throwing to the running back and dumping it off to them in like with three-yard routes. Because what what well, moves thank, the, well, thank you for clarifying my point. Right. He was not passing the ball much at all anymore. He was handing the ball off. Or or pass? No, he was so passing it though. You guys are looking at all the wrong reasons why he would be number one. What happened this? season to drew Brees. last season yeah what happened he was he, became, like, he's the he threw all-time. an interception he, he threw an interception Stop. And... Stop. Fuck. He's, an <laughs> he's now the all-time leader in touchdowns like a fucking fanboy what happened this year to drew Brees' career what milestone did he achieve Right. Oh, I understand i understand he's a leader but when you're going into the season in nfl history i know but all I'm saying is this is where they're ranking you going into the season. Like, you are the number two player in the league, and that's bullshit. Also, no, can either. we talk about that that fucking thing when they stopped the whole fucking game just for that ceremony to be like, oh, hey, Drew, go back to your kids. And it's like they really had to do that there? Like, fuck that. No, you guys, well, then you guys it, you're, you're so looking that's at the, the case, list all the wrong way. It's not. So, wait, so if that's the case. I get you, but if that's the case, he'll be number one, and Aaron Donald will be number two. No, nah. I think Aaron will be number one, and he will be number two. Yeah, there's no well, I'm way saying anyone's if, beating if Donald. Because he's the all, if he gets that much respect because he's the all-time leading passer, he's going to get number one. That's all I'm saying. Possibly. I mean, if that if he does, we'll know why. You know? Yeah. Because he broke the record. He's the all-time leading passer in NFL history. That's a big fucking deal, man. You know? No, it, it is. is. I agree. It's I a big agree. deal. And this list is not about what the players think these players are going to do this season. That's not how this works. This is just a list every year of who they believe is the best 100 players in the league based off of what they've done so far in their long or short careers and what they've done for you lately. Like a lot of people make this list on nostalgia, right? Even though some of them are later in their career. They'll make this list when they're on their way out because the players are voting on each other, and they're all buddies, man. So that happens all the time. But this list, in my opinion, is the most respectable list because it's the peers voting on them. It's not the stupid-ass media who's never played or fucking fanboys like the rest of us, all right? It's the players voting on each other, and I think it's fucking great. Hey, I think it's some fucking nerd shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> nerd shit is when the fucking bloggers... And everybody else makes their own list like anyone gives a shit what they think, especially motherfuckers that have never played before. Fuck out of here with that noise. Well, PF. You also want to know what's nerd shit is the fact that Matt wanted to start this podcast earlier tonight so he could play video games. <laughs> what? <laughs> when I heard nerd shit, that's exactly what my thought was. I was like, where are we on time? Do we got enough? Should I try to wrap things up? 
do you want to log into my <laughs> Wi-Fi from here? I heard the signal's pretty far. My neighbors keep asking me all the fucking time for my password. <laughs> Tell I them to give you 20 bucks. My neighbor, about four houses down, a little boy, he's like nine years old. He's like, Tommy, can I log into your Wi-Fi so I could play my Xbox? I think my dad didn't pay the bill this month for the internet. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, I just felt so bad for him. I'm like, no, I won't give you my password, but I will go to your house and I will log you in. And he's like, okay, cool. And I go in and I log him in real quick. And I'm like, all right, you're good. But don't, you know, just use it for this. And I'm all, I'll, I could tell when you're on my internet because I could see it through my Linksys app on my phone. So don't think I can't watch you, buddy. Don't abuse it. And he's like, no, I promise. I won't. <laughs> yeah, you could just kick him off whenever you wanted to. Exactly. I could de- I could go right into my app and I could shut him down. I bet that Wi-Fi is way better than his dad's Wi-Fi too. Dude, my internet is stupid <laughs> fast, bro. You didn't even give me your Wi-Fi password, you dick. I didn't give nobody <laughs> my password. They were here because I didn't want no one bogging down the signal if we had to like stream UFC or something. Yeah, I'll stay on the cell sites where you belong, motherfuckers. Hey, you t- I got some <laughs> fucking yeah, salt of, water in my ear, Speaking of cell sites, you know, I just see Tommy walking across the street earlier as I'm driving home. Fucking random. And he's, so, and he's so damn deaf he can't even hear me after yell his name like ten times. No, I only heard it once, so the first night I he missed me. And the funny thing is, is I was in the crosswalk. He's driving in the slow lane, which is nearest to me, parallel. So I mean, he probably was less than fifteen feet away from me as he was driving by slowly, screaming my name. So yes. By the way, um, I have a hearing test um, September 4th for the first time ever in my life, so we're really going to get to find out how bad this shit really is. <laughs> you just Tommy don't hear that bullshit. Get here. <laughs> I'm going to be like, huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was Brian, though, because I turned around and I looked, and it was his black SUV, so I, I waved at him. I was like, oh, and you, what do you live, like th- two blocks away from there, Brian? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did you give him the bird? I would've. <laughs> no, if I would have caught him as he was driving by, I would have double birded him for sure. <laughs> right, which would have been great because all the people around us would have been like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> so shit's about to go down. Dude, that traffic on aviation every morning is insanely New York City horrible. type bullshit, right? Yeah. What, the, what? What is everybody that lives over there so fucking dumb? They, they think that's the only street to drive down or what? <laughs> Oh, oh my god, because yeah. I go drive aviation. on the other ones and they're all naked. I'm like, these people are fucking yeah. retarded. They don't aviation know how when work. it's busy. Aviation when it's busy is a fucking mess, man. Yeah, it's brutal. I was one hundred percent. I saw you had Tito's tacos today too, Tommy. I was so Oh, jealous. don't even dude. They were bomb. Don't get me started all these fucking people ripping on them all day. Like <laughs> For look reals. Nobody can ever say anything nice. Everyone's always got to be like, like Drew. Yeah, I've had him once. Me. And then I tried it again. And me. Like, dude, Tito's Tacos is like jack-in-the-box tacos on steroids. Yes. Right? That's all it is. It's a deep-fried shell with shredded beef, lettuce, and cheese. That's it. There's nothing fancy to it. There's nothing special. And it tastes fucking amazing. It's just good, man. It's just good food. It doesn't need to be some hipster fucking... Fancy taco with 18 ingredients to be delicious. You know what I mean? Give me a fucking break, dude. Amen, Tommy. Amen. Yeah, fuck all you guys on my TL today, you bunch of bitches. So, so, 
on, on, on that note, since it's not bougie enough, maybe we should do one last prank called the Hector. Yeah, so I could tell him to fuck off if he's hating on round table pizza, motherfucker. Oh my god. Ooh. I want to know what he does eat because he fucking says everything sucks, dude. Hipster fuck. <laughs> fuck. He what does he eat? Fucking caviar? Great <laughs> <Ray> poupon. Great <laughs> poupon. poupon everything, man. As George Lopez would say, Masbuto. Masbuto. Why are you crying? Why are you crying? Why are you crying? Why are you crying? All right, here we go. We're calling him. Oh, there we go. That was that easy, huh? I have my Excel sheet up and ready to go already, Brian. Are you are you guys going Are you guys going to give him quite the shit for not showing up to the pool party? Uh, that's whatever. He that, paid. That, that, that horse has been beaten. He paid up front. I can't even bust his balls at all. Oh, he can bust his balls because every time he says he's going to show up somewhere, he won't. Message and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thank you. <laughs> Such a gay voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say gay voice, not gay voicemail. Same shit. <laughs> Go ahead, Brian. Hi, Hector. I know where you live, motherfucker! And I'm staring at you in a cornfield, and you're so cute with your little cute voice, my Hector voice. Hi, Hector. Brian's uncensored. No cargo, cargo shorts wearing ass, motherfucker. <laughs> that was cute. Couldn't even get that out right. Let me get my Louis Vuitton wallet out so I could pay you. <laughs> oh god! So should we give final thoughts or what? You no, yeah, that's do? what I'm saying. We need, we should talk about what our expectations are from uh, the game on Saturday against the Chargers in Costa Mesa. That's not a game, bro. That's a scrimmage. Yeah, I know. It's not a game. They're not keeping score. But still, we'll get to see some footage on Twitter going around. Probably see some fights. Like, that's what I'm – that's well, the that's... expectations I'm talking about. Like, how many fights are going to break out? Who's going to be involved? Probably Marcus Peters, Akeem Tlaib. Those guys are really good to go. And Keenan Allen on the opposing team, right? No, dude. No, dude. We don't have EJ Gaines no more. It's going to be fucking tame because no one wants to get injured. But Marcus Peters and Akeem Tlaib, come on. You, you don't think those guys – wouldn't have fun, you know, just taking some stress out and knocking a motherfucker's face off. <clears throat> they're not they're not gonna do it though. No. Right. It'll no, probably be no. but that's what I'm saying. It'll probably be Keenan Allen starting something too. Like if he if I wouldn't even let I if I was the Chargers, I wouldn't even let him play. I mean he's <laughs> the, he's a top three receiver in the league in my opinion and he gets hurt all the time. So no, you cannot you cannot play today, bro. You just sit there and be quiet. You make that too much damage. I think he's going to take some reps against the guys. Not maybe not he, maybe he like a one-on-one drill. He might take some one-on-one reps. Yes. Right. But he's not going to get out there on 11 on 11. Not at oh, all. No way. So then What's the point? So then we're not going to see Jared Goff or Gurley on, on 11 on Maybe in one-on-ones, maybe in one-on-ones. Look, I was at the Chargers scrimmage <laughs> last year and I did not see a lot of starters playing, especially on offense. And I was at it and I was at it 2 years ago, same shit. Yeah, two years ago, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. I didn't go to camp last year at all. Yeah, I mean, that team is cursed with injuries, and they know it. Right. No, for reals. They've lost. They're almost as bad as the 49ers with injuries, and they know it. They lost one cornerback like two years in a row, didn't they? Yeah. So so there's Matt's final thought. (laughs) Hey, 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 everybody. So Aaron Donald is number one, baby. Let's go. (laughs) <laughs> well, fuck, I told you. 
Who's number two? Who the fuck do you think it was, Matt? <laughs> it was Drew Brees. Well, do you think he was just going to get left, left off the top 100? Come on. <laughs> fuck. Continue, Mark, with your final thoughts. Or was that it? You yeah. just... That was it. Aaron Donald, fucking enough said. Fucking Aaron Donald. <laughs> Aaron Donald, brother, the one who doesn't he messes with everyone when signing autographs. He, what did he come over and sign like two things and run? That's oh, yeah. hilarious. Everybody probably, yeah. was so probably. What about no, the not... what about the girl? Did you see the girl Mark that came over and lost her mind because she's like Todd Gurley? That motherfucker wouldn't sign my jersey because. He said all these other players signed his jersey, so he wasn't going to sign it. And I was like, I wouldn't fucking sign it either. <laughs> she just she just gave me a dirty-ass look. I was like, well, bitch, what do you expect? You have, like, 20 other signatures on Todd Gurley's jersey, and then you want him to sign it. Fucking sellout. Don't put other people's rookie I, I moves. Must have, I must have tuned that out because I was too, too busy trying to get Anthony to, you know, not be so shy and fucking put his hat out there so Gurley could sign it. But the one thing that I caught was – Weddle was out there, obviously signing, and he went down the line the opposite way that Todd Gurley came down. And so, because I had to go to him, so I reached over and I put Anthony's hat out, and that's why he signed it. And he went down the other way towards the entrance, and he got right to this other crowd of people, and this dude just started screaming frantically at him, like, "Come on, bro, are you serious?" Are you really going to just do that? You're going to stop in the middle of signing? Yeah, no, he was getting crazy. And I was like, oh, my God. And Weddle just literally just kind of waved his hand at him like, whatever, dude. Dude, I do the same thing. These fucking fanboys. It's always grownups, too, that are doing the worst shit and just setting an example for all these children standing there. It's a disgrace. They're trampling children to get autographs. How about you grow up, you fucking nerds, and stop getting autographs? You're like fucking 60. Get your shit together. Why don't you get a real job? No, when, Tommy. when Anthony was right there with Gurley, I literally had to grab Anthony from the hips and pull him back because there are so many people piling on top of us. Dude. And then, and then on top of that, Tommy. On top of that, Tommy, when we were over there and uh, Zerline was kicking, what about those idiots going after the ball and the dude that ran off with the ball? Oh, yeah. There was, so every year they kick field goals, you know, practicing, and it always goes over, lands on the bleachers, you know, roof, and rolls down, and the kids catch it. It's a fun little thing that the kids get to do with the team and, and have a good time, right? And there's always some dumbass adult that goes down there and wants to try to catch the ball and knock over children because they're a piece of shit. Oh, my right? God. Right? So – this one dickhead in the Dodgers shirt was doing that, and then this other dickhead grabs the ball and takes off running with it when you're supposed to throw it back over the fence, right? So the security's chasing him around, and he's running with it. A grown man running with a stupid football. It's a football. Are you fucking serious? You're going to go to jail for a football? Give me a break, man. Ugh, yep. Fucking Damn. adults are disgusting. These kids so like... Is that- these kids are. So is fucking... that your final thought? Is that is that your final thought, Tommy? I'm in a mood today, man. I'm in a mood <laughs> today. All right. So, uh, uh, so I'll, I'll I'll end my final thought on on a nice note. I mean, how cool was Henry Ellard in person compared to how cool he was with us on the podcast? That guy is freaking awesome, and he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. And that's my final thought. I agree. He was amazing to us. Um, he did the same thing when we came up. He basically told everyone to, you know, hold on. 
comes talks to us takes our shirt takes pictures with us very polite um just a great human being and a even better player did you guys give him a shirt yeah he got a shirt sure did i lost who else got a shirt who Who? some random ass fan (laughs) oh Oh, yeah yeah. tommy Tommy lost one Oh, yeah, I did lose one. So, And then it was inside the hospitality tent, too, which is the worst. Because there's only, like, 20 people in our tent. And I walked away, and I came back less than three minutes later, and it was gone. I was like, so, there's what? some piece of shit in here. Yeah, and it was in a package and everything. Like Somebody stole it. And they saw me and Brian carrying these shirts. So That motherfucker fan, better be listening to our podcast. Who got a 2XL uh, Rams Uncensored shirt. When I see you wearing it, I'm going to kick you in the <clears> fucking <throat> dick. Better fucking be listening. Yeah. That's for damn sure if he's still in Better that. not wear that shirt to the game. I'll rip it off your fat ass. Stop <laughs> <laughs> fucking playing, dude. You better reach out to us on fucking Twitter right now. I want my $20. Wait, wait, wait. So, so, the, so the question is, next time we have a good guest on, we need to, instead of asking what uh, cup size Matt wears, we could ask him what Rams what size Rams Uncensored shirt he wears for a case of Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> there we but go. I'd like to let all the fans out there of Rams Uncensored know that Todd Gurley and John Johnson III do have Rams Uncensored shirts. Yes, they do. They yes. took them from us. That, yeah. Thanks to Angel again, handing them yep. over to them. Um, they are the proud owners, and I'm praying one day that I'm watching TMZ and I see Gurley come out the club with the uncensored shirt on, baby. So we got two current, we got two current players and two should be Hall of Famers yep. that have our shirts. It was funny because they thought like we wanted us, you know, they were like, "Do you want us to open this so we could sign it?" And we're like, "No, dude, it's for you. We're giving you a gift." And they were like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> but they thought like we wanted them to sign the shirt. So obviously we'll be taking more on Sunday, right, Tommy? Yeah, yeah, we'll bring some more for sure. Yeah, I'll hold a couple. You hold a couple. I yeah. think I'll, no, I don't want to hold them. I'll just drop them. Oh, <laughs> I'll put okay. a. I'll bring a little uh, Hector man person shit to put them in. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say bring 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 a bag. Satchel, LV satchel. Satchel. I think we'll have a better chance of seeing them wearing that in the locker room after a practice one day. Then on TMZ coming out the damn club. You never know, man. They, everyone that saw the shirts, everyone that saw the shirts, dug them, man. They loved the font. They loved the logo. They they loved it. I mean, if one of those guys wears it, oh, it's over. Yeah, yeah Kevin sure. Demock said he loved the shirts. Yeah, he did. He we were wearing them. We talked to Kevin at the. You should give him one. Right at the rail. Oh, I I'm gonna his t-shirt I'll, game. I'll give him one on Sunday. He looks it like he's a it medium. It won't have cat hair on it either. <laughs> <laughs> we actually saw him at training camp. I showed Brian. I was like, that's we a dude. Did. We did. That's, that's my brother right there that gave Kevin his shirt. And he's like, oh, sorry about the cat hair. I love cats. That fucking, I almost pissed myself. That was so funny. <laughs> well, dude, didn't I, didn't I point him out? I was like, hey, there's your boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a uh, it was cool, man. We had a good time. Brian got to meet the infamous Ram Hart. A lot of people don't know what he looks yeah. like or don't know his real name. Mark uh, Brian got to shake his hand and meet him, so that was pretty cool. We also uh, met Eric Lister. We did. We got to meet Eric Lister, who came out from Utah to see training camp and hang out. 
Um, we made sure to go say hello to him. I know he said, hey, I'm going to have blue hair, so I'll be easy to spot. And he was absolutely right. He was not a hard man to find. He was really cool, too. We had a good time talking to him. So shout out to Eric. Who else did we see at yeah, camp? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, your boy Nick was your boy Nick. Your boy Nick was sneaking into the hospitality. Oh yes! Oh, so that was cool. So Nick Wilson, aka Happy Feet on Twitter, um, came into the hospitality tent right after me and Brian. We got passes, and uh, him and his buddy just walked right in when the fucking security looked the other way because a bunch of dopey ass kids and just walked in without passes and just came and hung out with us the whole time. And I didn't say a word, so I'm not gonna rat out my boys. But I noticed they didn't have passes on their necks. And I just shook my head and was like, you sneaky bastards. And at the end, I was like, you snuck in here, didn't you? And he's like, you damn right I did. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking free beer and food and all that. These security guards were a joke, man. Just a bunch of teenagers, yep. you know, yakking it up, not paying attention, not doing their fucking job. But whatever, they took advantage of it. It was, it was hilarious. Who else we see? We saw Joe Silver Fox. We did. We saw Big Joe. We saw who else? Uh, Alfredo was there. Fredo. <laughs> uh, Keon. Keon came to the pool party and came and hung out with us at training camp. That was awesome. Um, who else? We met who up else? Sky. 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 The captain of the Melonheads. Big old Sky. Atola Rock and Roller came over and sat with us for a little bit. It was great too because he had the roster. Um, printed out with all the numbers because everyone kept asking us, who's that? Who's that? I'm like, I don't fucking know, dude. There's like 90 players out here. Hold on. Let me ask yep. DTR. <laughs> DTR. Let me ask Jay. Hey, hey. I, I swear, um, not tonight, but we need to prank call Jake one of these days. For sure. <laughs> I'm down. All right, fellas. Good. All right. Are we done, boys? Think so. I think we are. I guess so. I'll see you next week. People just, people just like to hear Matt Queef shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Matt. Everyone Matt. out there that okay. thinks our show is amateur hour, we are damn proud of that. And go fuck yourself. <laughs> hey, Matt, do me a Play, favor. Later, don't boys. cut out everything that I just said on this podcast because this is obviously the, the most I've talked. <laughs> Oh, we'll see. We'll see what makes <laughs> the cut, cut, Mark. We'll see <laughs> how the, the, the producer out. feels we're about just gonna, we're just, we're just, Actually, we're just going to cut. We're just going to cut everybody else out and just have it all marked tonight. <laughs> It'll be like people a five-minute podcast. Yeah, pretty much. People just like to hear people talk shit. <laughs> Later, boys. Peace out. People like to just hear people fucking talk shit. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed.
You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.